This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, October 24th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump, Purdue go all out for GOP. USDA, FDA look at cell meat labeling. And could Grassley take over finance? GOP candidates get high-level help. President Trump and his cabinet continue their full-court press to shore up the rule of vote ahead of next month's midterm elections. In Indianapolis on Saturday, Trump will become the first sitting president since Jimmy Carter in 1978 to address the annual FFA convention. Trump's FFA speech is a twofer. It allows him to boost GOP Senate candidate Mike Braun in Indiana, as well as to appeal to rural voters in battleground states and districts across the Midwest and elsewhere. Republicans are looking to maintain or even strengthen their hold in the Senate, and they still have a realistic shot at keeping the House or at least to narrow the losses. In Indiana, polls show Braun narrowly trailing Senator Joe Donnelly, a Democrat of the state. In the meantime, Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue is in Illinois today to appear with two House Agriculture Committee members, Mike Bost and Rodney Davis, before heading to South Dakota, where he'll be with Representative Christy Nome, who's in surprisingly a tough race for governor. The Bost and Davis seats are two the GOP must hang on to to keep control of the House. The Cook Political Report rates both these races, as well as the South Dakota governor's race, as lean Republican. Trump takes a swipe at Enviro's over California water. Trump used a meeting yesterday with local officials from California to lash out at state officials and environmentalists over the water problems faced by farmers in the Central Valley, where Republicans are struggling to save several House GOP seats. Trump said, I hear it's the finest land there is for growing things, but they took away all the water. That drew cheers from the California group. Trump, who also signed the latest water resources development bill into law yesterday, told the group he hasn't forgotten seeing barren areas in the valley during a visit there. And one official in the audience told the president his family had to sell their farmland for lack of water. By the way, This week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting inboxes today contains an in-depth look at the key House committees for agriculture policy and the Democrats who are in line to chair them. Three of the potential Democrat committee chairs come from the New York City area. All of the Democrats, except House Agriculture Colin Peterson, have a solid voting record with environmental groups. Labeling gets focus at cultured meat meeting. The two-day meeting that USDA and FDA are holding on the regulation of cultured or cell-derived meat will focus on labeling issues on its final day today. Among the questions the agencies want industry representatives and consumer advocates to address is whether standards of identity should be established to differentiate cell-cultured products from traditional products. Another question, should labels disclose the production methods that are used? The speakers are expected to include Kevin Kester of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and Danny Beer of the U.S. Cattlemen's Association. What's happened so far? Well, as the meeting opened yesterday, Purdue and FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb stressed that they were pursuing a collaborative approach to regulating the products. That's in line with what major industry players are proposing. 
Product developer Memphis Meats and the North American Meat Institute, which represents the meat packers, have jointly suggested that FDA be charged with pre-market safety approval and that USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service oversee the production. Grassley not divulging committee plans. Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa isn't saying whether he plans to leave the top spot on that committee and his ability to influence the future of the Supreme Court to take over the Finance Committee should Republicans retain control of the Senate. Grassley, who in terms of seniority would be the senior Republican on either finance, budget, and judiciary, told reporters yesterday that he isn't going to announce his plans until after the November 6th election. Under Senate GOP rules, Grassley could serve two more years as chairman of finance, which will be responsible for handling consideration of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Trade Agreement, the USMCA. The current chairman, Orrin Hatch of Utah, is retiring. Grassley has already served the maximum six years as ranking Republican on finance, so that's not an option should the GOP lose control of the chamber. As finance chairman, Grassley would have a bigger platform to keep the heat on the Trump administration on trade policy. Mike Crapo of Idaho would be next in line in seniority on finance after Grassley. Grassley, Trump trade plans helping with farmers. The Trump administration's recently announced plans to negotiate trade deals with Japan, the European Union, and the United Kingdom, coupled with the completion of the USMCA, have gone a long way toward reassuring farmers. Grassley told reporters, it just relieves anxiety as to whether or not Trump knew what he was doing when he started down this road of renegotiating. Grassley says that working with Japan and the EU could increase the pressure on China to make reforms. Fish and Wildlife nominee set. The Fish and Wildlife Service may be getting a new director with agriculture connections. President Trump has signaled his intent to nominate Ariella Skipworth, now a Deputy Assistant Interior Secretary for Fish, Wildlife and Parks, as the next head of the FWS. The agency enforces the Endangered Species Act for most of the animals listed as threatened or endangered. Skipworth, who worked at Monsanto from 2006 to 2012 as a molecular analyst and a sustainable agriculture partnerships manager, also was a research and legal intern at USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service in 2013. Her expected nomination drew praise from Ethan Lane, head of the Public Lands Council, who called her an open-minded and thoughtful leader on the most critical issues facing the department. But Brett Hartle, Government Affairs Director at the Center for Biological Diversity, called her utterly unqualified to lead the agency. Michael Damage Estimates Revised Officials in Georgia have refined their estimate of the damage that Hurricane Michael did to the state's cotton crop and lowered the estimate of the damage to timber. University of Georgia Extension now puts the loss for cotton at between 550 and 600 million dollars. The initial estimate was 300 million to 600 million. The Georgia Forestry Commission, in the meantime, has lowered its estimate of the timber damage from 1 billion to 374 million. By the way, cotton growers with crop insurance may seek federal help for a portion of their losses. Some growers were expecting yields of 15 to 1,800 pounds, well above their insured yields. Here's today's He Said It. This is working towards where we have a united front against China. 
That's Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa on the administration's efforts to negotiate trade deals with the EU and Japan. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, October 24th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.